washing air out, yeah. you know, might, just to make sure. Might want to be ready. What up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Brews and Tunes podcast. And, uh, dude, I'm stoked for today, man. Yes, sir. She's He's here. What up, man? What up, what up? So, uh, you know, if anybody just checking out your band or maybe just finding out, uh, can you introduce yourself and, and tell us uh, what band you play for and, and what you do in the band? Uh, yeah, uh, my name is Marcus Cisneros, and I'm in a band called Wolf and Bear, and I am lead vocals, vocalist, whatever nice. you want to call it. Let's go. Yes, sir. <laughs> dude. A little screams in here and there, but you know. Dude, dude. so actually, uh, I was going to say, like, the last time I saw you was at the Goldfield, and uh, it was so sick to see you do the screams on Fool's Gold. So today, I went back, and I was listening, and I was trying to listen, like, super, super close. Did on the actual track? Did you do backing screams for that? So, man, the recording process is like kind of a whirlwind, so it's hard to like remember. But yeah, I actually peppered screams throughout the whole album. Oh, okay, sick. Because there were times where it was kind of coming down to the nitty gritty, and Tyler lives all the way in San Francisco, so sometimes he couldn't make it out, and we were tracking in, um, I believe, in Sac, or no, not even Sac. We were up in the mountains. Um, it's called. It's a little town called pioneer but it's like going up towards like the 108 into the mountains like fucking murphy's like past there past oh. sonora like but even further past that okay and um that's where our boy we his name is josh benton he used to he's from sac but he moved up there so that's where we were tracking and sometimes tyler just couldn't make it and i was like fuck it you know i know how to scream good enough yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i was like i'll just track some stuff and it actually sounded pretty sweet so we just ended up keeping it dude i love it that's sick Minor hits. No, it was just oh. in my. It was in my headset. I'm just making sure we're, you know, nobody's uh screaming and yelling and going too high or whatever. But. That would be me. I'm the louder one. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> always, <laughs> always, man. But I ain't got the headphones on, so it's kind of like you ain't got to hear. You're free balling it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's all right. Yeah, so yeah, the last time I did that. see you was the Goldfield show. Uh, How did you feel about that show? Good, good. That was a cool little run. Um, just those three days. That was the same one. Was that the same one we just did with? It, it was, was Goldfield, and then it was uh, Pomona. LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, I, you did that one was Idola, right? Yeah, Idola played that one. Yeah, Gold, that was my first time actually ever being to Goldfield. Um, really? Yeah, I, I'll admit it. I don't really get to go out to shows as much as you know I'd like to. Sure. Yeah. You know, I got the work, and then I got my three kids, so it's just like I gotta when I can. It's kind of like a little besides tour, you know. Um, sometimes I get free time to go to a show here and there, but. No, the guys had told me, like, oh, yeah, Goldfield's pretty sweet. And I actually really like the venue. That was the first time I actually ever brought uh, my daughters to a show. Oh, nice. So oh, there. sick. Yeah. So it was a cool little experience for me, to, for them to see me perform for the first time. So that was kind of cool. But, yeah, it was a great show. A lot of energy, a lot of fun. Uh, I remember a fan brought, like, a bucket with crabs in it. <laughs> what he the was, heck? Like, yeah, dude. He was, like, hand, after the show, he made us, like, sign the, the bucket. And it was pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it was super cool. He has like he had like little play crabs, and it's funny because my son, I, I kept it, and my son will be like just gnawing out it at the house. <laughs> so it's it's cool. I love shit like that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I saw that guy in the merch line, dude. I was like, yo, that is freaking cool. Yeah, we, we love stuff like that where just like the fans get interactive with our music. Like we don't at all take ourselves seriously. Like it's fun. We we take our music seriously, but sure. We're not the type of band who yeah, we're gonna have egos or we're too cool to do this. We we fucking love shit like that. And yeah, because we were all the same way, right? I mean, you guys probably going to shows, seeing the bands you like. We're still like local boys, like Valley boys. Like we've had the same mentality. Yeah. Like I was growing growing up, I was in like local bands, 
around the area and doing my own thing too so i know what it's like so it's just cool seeing that yeah, yeah. super yeah. cool I, I don't know if you remember i was i was trying my best to like say what's up to you and and all the guys really but uh i was like i was trying to i didn't want to be rude because everybody was you know trying to say what's up to you i don't know if you remember my, my buddy anthony tapped you on the shoulder he goes hey my boy here he's a big fan bro like <laughs> Like, I don't know if you, it's, I don't know. I do yeah, dude. I, I was like, yo, yo I'm, just, I'm just like trying to wait my turn, man. And he's like, yo, this is like your chance. Like, get him now. And then he, he did that. I was like, oh my, this fool, dude. But he has a tendency of doing that. Because what was the show before that when we were at uh, Goldfield? Uh, Armor for Sleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to go to that show, too. Oh, no. Oh, I was no? Su- I was supposed no, to. No, no, like, oh, I meant to say, oh, nice, but oh, no, yeah, came out. Yeah, no. I was supposed to go with my brother-in-law. There was a passing in the family, so uh, I went, and um, he was supposed he was supposed to go, but he didn't. So I wound up getting a poster signed from all the guys uh, for my brother-in-law, right? Just to kind of say thank you for the tickets, and he he's like, man, like I kind of I kind of wanted to go to that show. Like, I love Armor for Sleep. Dude. So sick, it's dude. My throwback bands that I really was into. So good. I never got to see him live though. I think my brother went to that show. I'm pretty sure he went to that show. So. It's but like he said, I'm the same. Like I I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to, you know, intrude or you know, interrupt. I know everybody's excited to meet you guys and stuff, so. I was just trying to wait my turn, and then, like I said, my, my, my boy Anthony's. Oh, it's hey, so man. good. <laughs> Sometimes you got to get in when you can, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the singer was just hanging out with his family and, you know, friends, and Logan's like stuttering. Yeah. Kind of. I was like, dude, just do it now. I feel like I've met you before, though. I yeah. Feel like I've seen you. I feel like your face looks hella familiar. Like, I'm, yeah. I feel like we've probably talked or met at shows around. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think I met you a couple of times. I know the last time um, was when you guys did the record release show at the Starlet Room. Uh, you were at the merch booth with Cam. I was, you know, just kind of quick. Mm-hmm. I was shopping up with you, and then um, I forget. I I know I said what's up to you a time or two before that too, but we we went to that show. You guys did a long. This is probably well. This is we we told this to Cam too. We, oh, I got to show you this video too. Uh, yeah, the Modesto show. That oh, probably the last one. Was it the Halloween show or I don't? It remember. was. Let me look. I got it on my videos. Actually, no, no, dude. It was in like a, a warehouse type of thing. Yes. It, yeah, and it was downtown Modesto, yeah. right there by the theaters, and that was the first time I ever seen you guys. And I only knew who you guys were because of Tyler and Logan. So, so that's the July twenty seventh, twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that was twenty nineteen. I'll show you the. I'll show you the video after the. Episode. I think you'll get a kit. Cam was like. Yo, look at how small we were. Dude. Like, <laughs> he, he was loving it. Dude. It was awesome. I think that's the show we like. We're playing on the ground. Yes, in the middle of the room. Right? You played with uh, the younger played. Um, I forget who else played, but younger was like throwing shirts out, and I like randomly caught the shirt. Wound up being my wife's size. I gave it to my wife, and she's like, "Oh, cool! Like oh, free yeah. shirt." Like it was yeah. super random, but um, yeah, that was. I, I got to show you that video. It's super cool. Like to go back and watch. I got to put it up on YouTube. I, I haven't yet. I got. I think I got two of your guys' full sets up on YouTube. Oh, nice. So Nice. I just found the uh, full set from the New Year's show, this last one. I found that for, for Pomona. I was looking for it, and I found it, and I was like, thank God. Dude, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, Andrew Andrew came out, he right? Did. Yeah, yeah. That was the first time we ever played that song together live, so that was pretty sweet. That's so sick. That was I, was, I was like, I was texting Cam. I was like, is he going to be at Roseville, too? He's like, no, nah, I, uh, I don't think so. Man. I was like, fuck, Dude, man. that show was sick, the L.A. one. I mean, both were dope, but. It was just sick having Andrew come out and just that show was crazy. Yeah, I can, dude. I can't even imagine like the the hype had to be so crazy, especially like to have Andrew out on that track. 
Oh yeah, it's just sick seeing like people sing the song back at you too. That shit is nuts, bro. I believe it. It's crazy. I don't think I'll ever get used to that stuff because it still feels <laughs> like we're in like a local band. That's what it feels like, and we just like get to play with all these sick bands. So it's crazy. We're still like little Valley Boy mentality, but it's sick. I mean, we we don't take it for granted at all. We know we're like lucky to be here, but that's why you got to grind, honestly. Oh, yeah, the yeah. grind don't stop, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> the the record release show, I we were at, and that was like. Dude, is this floor gonna hold? <laughs> that was, we were both like, we never been here. We even told Cam like, dude, this is, this is a weird spot. Yeah, I didn't even know about that venue. I didn't even know it existed. But I, I remember we pulled up and I walked up. And I was like, this is fucking sick. I was yeah. like, this is pretty nice actually. Yeah, because it's. I mean, it talk about intimate shows. Like mm-hmm. that's like right in your face. You yeah, guys were damn near on the floor yeah, with us. Sweet. You know, I just like the layout of it. It was all like hardwood floor, bars right there. Like the stage is like. We don't really trip off that as long as we got some room because some stages are fucking so jam-packed where and there's six of us and we have two vocalists who <laughs> yeah. like to move around. So oh, yeah. yeah. It gets pretty crowded pretty quick. You want to go? You want to go ahead? And, I know you're dying. Uh, to, I know you're dying to tell him your Tyler story. Uh-oh. <laughs> what, the Tyler one? Yeah, just tell. Yeah, dude. Okay, ask me whatever. I don't care. <laughs> no, no, no. no it was just it was just this dude being a doofus all, all night, dude. I don't know. Was, I'll, I'll put it on Tyler being the doofus, but I'll, I'll wait to hear the story. It wasn't even. It had nothing to do with him. It was all me because I hadn't seen Tyler in a long time. So yeah, we went to school with him and Cam. Okay. Yeah. We went to high, high school. Yeah. So. And I'm, uh, me and Tyler are the same age, so I graduated with Tyler, and then what? You and Cam graduated at the same time, right? I I, I think so. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, so we're at the show and like, <coughs> excuse me. Golly. I know my Don't goodness. die. I just got over being sick. Are you good? <laughs> <laughs> um, we've just talked to you guys at merch. So we were like, oh, let's go hold down the spot. And then I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the bar and I was all, dude, is that Tyler? But I hadn't seen him in a long time. So I didn't think he was, <laughs> you know. I thought he was taller than me. So oh, he's, a, he's like, a little guy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, hey, Logan. Tyler's at the bar just chilling. I don't know what everyone else is just kind of mingling and he's out there. Maybe that's his just pre ritual show. And he's like, that ain't Tyler, dude. I was all, yeah, it is, dude. That is. He badgered him. the piss out of that, dude. All <laughs> night he's like, bro, you gotta. I mean, granted, the guy did move from the one corner of the bar. It was super weird. But the whole night he's like, bro, you gotta go say what's up to Tyler. I was like, I was like, Tyler's over there at the freaking merge booth with, dude, with I, Marcus I, I and Cam right now. I can't see far either. Oh, dude, I'm, blind too. I'm so blind. Dude. So he was like, he's right there. And I was all, Tyler. Literally. He, yeah. He literally came like, like right where you're at. He came like right there. And I was like, that's Tyler. <laughs> and I go, oh, he's a lot shorter than our, I was like, he's my height. He goes, you're the fool. And I was like, no, that's Tyler over there. Just, just all night, I just hilarious. kept saying that the wrong dude was Tyler. Yeah, we're all pretty. I mean, me and Tyler are probably and Louis. We're all pretty like shorter. Cam, Cam's pretty tall. Yeah, <laughs> Cam's pretty tall. And then Jacob's like semi-tall, but the rest of us are little guys. So short guy problems, you know. <laughs> it was just funny because he was like, "Dude, like we weren't even. I wouldn't even say anything, and I just look at him and be like." Like, dude, you're yeah. one beer deep, bro. What yeah. is going on? Yeah. I'm like, relax. God. Oh my god, dude. It was Great. it was ridiculous, but I was just I had to tell you because I was like, if you seen the guy, you'd be like, dude. You should you should hear all the like comparisons <laughs> that fans or whoever, like my friends would be like, dude, Tyler looks like 
You guys see Trailer Park Boys? He's like, oh, yeah. He's going to fucking hate me if he hears this. <laughs> he, every, we get bubbles for him. Oh, shit. Uh. <laughs> we, we get so many lookalikes for Tyler, and he just gets pissed off every time. Oh, my gosh. He's like, I don't look like that. I'm like, you kind of do, dude. <laughs> You're like, just take it, man. Just take it. Just roll with it. Dude, I've been, I've been told I look like Keanu Reeves, but I'm like, that's that was just a one-off. I was like, there ain't no way. Dude. I kind of, I kind of see it a little bit. I love <laughs> the Matrix, so I'm a fan. Okay, you know? fair. That's I'm fair. Fan. I'm like, dude, I look more like a Filipino version of Lord Farquaad. If my hair <laughs> is out, dude, it's like, my Yo, lord, dude, chill, <laughs> my lord. I'm like, do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. Yeah. Well, she's <laughs> married know? to the Muffin Man. All right, let's get yeah, back. Man. So, how long, uh, how long have you been singing? Singing, uh, shit. So, singing, I guess, I always just kind of just enjoyed singing, you know? I never really took classes. I never did choir in school or anything. As far back, I just I just remember always just singing along in the car whenever my mom would put music on. or I don't know, I just always liked singing. I never, like, took it seriously until I kind of got into the genre and started listening to bands and be like, oh, I, I want to do that. But... I guess I could just say just singing just because I enjoyed it from a young age. I'd say like I don't know, 10, 12 and up, just singing in the shower, singing in the yeah. car. But I never took it seriously until I like graduated high school and started getting in local bands and stuff like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dang. That's pretty cool. I like that. Uh, you have any uh, rituals or certain warm-ups or anything you do before you sing? Uh, I just try – I don't really like to like belt hard. I just kind of like sing like chill songs, just get my voice warmed up or whatever. Uh, but nothing too crazy. I like to get a little, take a little edge off, drink like a couple beers just so I'm not so nervous, you know? Sure, yeah. Nothing too wild, nothing too like, I know some people have some crazy ritualistic type of warm-ups, but I feel like our band, like obviously every band wants to sound good live. But sure. I feel like half of our performance live is like just, we have like a good energy. I agree. Like a good live performance. And it's a, obviously you want to sound good, but you want to interact with the crowd too and get them hype. And so it's kind of like, I don't know. I can't really explain it. I don't focus so much about that. I just focus just about the whole performance, you know? Yeah. Kind of just get in the right mind space, get a little loose so I'm not, like, overthinking shit. And that's kind of, like, how I like to perform a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the energy. Like I said, I think I've seen you guys four times now. And, like, every time it gets, like, more and more energetic. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. I think you guys completely bring the energy. So. Yeah, thanks. I mean, that's kind of what we go for. Like, like I said, every band wants to sound good live. You want to sound as close to, you know, the recorded version as possible but sometimes when the energy's there and the vibe's there you just kind of got to go with that you know so every show is different though it just depends yeah. on the sound the crowd if they're with you or not <coughs> so i don't try to get like too too crazy about like oh i gotta do my pre-warm-up and shit i'm drinking drinking honey tea or <laughs> yeah. none of that right sick then definitely for sure but mainly just get a little buzz warm up singing a couple songs here and there and just throw me up there Good to go. Yeah. I love it, dude. So you said uh, you, like you used to sing songs in the car and stuff with your mom. Does anybody like in the family uh, uh, play instruments or anything? Or honestly, not really. Like my whole family. I think I have one aunt who kind of like sang, did some kind of singing stuff, but not like crazy, crazy. Um, but yeah, no, none of my family really plays any guitar or piano or nothing. Drums. Hmm. No, like immediate family members I could think of do music like that. But they've all, like, they all love music. Like, my family loves music. It's just, like, they never, as far as, like, musicians, I don't really have any in my family too much. Yeah, okay. just you. Pretty much just me. Like, who's ever, like, gotten it? Just me and, like, my aunt who, I don't 
know. I know. I, I was told she did music, but I don't know exactly to what extent. I was right. told she was like back of vocals on like a Kelly Clarkson song or something, Ooh. but I don't know. I never looked it up to see if it was true, so don't, don't quote me. If there are, there's I, credits that, on there for that's that. a good credit right there, though. Yes. Hey, don't quote me on it. I don't know. It's just what I heard. Hey, yeah. If you're Even if you're just storytelling, I'm believing it no matter what. I'd be like, yo, I'm that's with it. sick. Yeah. So do you, do you play any instruments too or... So that's another thing. Like the reason I kind of settled on singing was because when I was younger, getting into music, like I wa- like I actually always wanted to be a guitar player. Mm-hmm. Like I always thought guitar was so sick. I'm like, oh man. Even to this day, I'm like, fuck. I wish I I trade a little bit of singing, you know, skills to fucking play guitar. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just so impatient when I was younger. Like I pick up the guitar, uh, and I try to like self teach. And I would. I- I'm just an impatient person. I like to like pick up shit quick and when yeah. I don't yeah. I get frustrated and I'll just be like all right I'm done with it yeah. so that's kind of how I was with like instruments and then I kind of fell back on singing because I had always just done it right in the background just like I enjoyed it and I was like all right well fuck if I can't play an instrument I might as well try singing singing and taking it seriously so <laughs> that's crazy and you've never had any sort of lessons nope never took choir that's crazy dude so wild I'm 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 gonna sound like a fanboy but honestly I always say like the way I feel like I got better at singing. I was a huge like DGD fan. Like, oh, let's go! Day. Huge like Johnny Craig era, like OG. <laughs> like I found them on uh, MySpace back so in the sick. day. Like, <laughs> on the the music search, I, I found them on like the tenth page. I was like, who's this band? And I clicked on them, and it was like an instant connection because, like my singing style, it you could tell it kind of has like a little more R and B kind of flavor to it. And when I heard him, he's like the same way. So I was like, oh, what the fuck? It was like my first time hearing like those kind of vocals with like a screamo band. So yeah, sure. I hella related to it. And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even know this was out there. Yeah. So I just I <laughs> yeah. dove hella hard into DGD and just sang all their songs. And I feel like that's what honestly made me get better was just singing Johnny Craig shit. Yeah, right. I mean, that's I feel like that's uh, very apparent in your guys's music, too, is like you could tell where your influence came from, you know, where your influences are. Cause I'm like, dude, yeah, that you could tell that it's, uh, who's the other one that I was like, damn dude, he sounds just like them. Um, Frick, I forget you. I thought you quizzed me on him and I was like, I took a, it wasn't, well, it was dance Gavin dance. Was that? Yeah. Then? It was, oh, a, okay. it was a John, it was a John mess lyric, but it was dance Gavin. But. Oh, okay. But I'm what, sure, yeah, I'm sure you get the Johnny Craig comparison all the time. Yeah, I get uh, Wani Craig is what I've been dubbed <laughs> oh. a few times. It's Wani Craig. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. I just got that. I was dude, like, oh. I was, I mean, <laughs> so I've dude, heard that one a few times. I'm like, hey, I'll dude, take it. Fuck dude. it. Uh, it's a compliment. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like I said, like the guy the guy was a, a voice of a generation. Of course. Of, of I mean, you, you don't have to like the guy, but you can't fucking, <laughs> you can't. Deny that the dude's got a fucking voice. Oh yeah. Have you heard his like R and B like stuff without besides uh, Dance Gavin and what's uh, Slaves? Like, have you heard his? Like, I listened to his like earlier solo shit, like Children of Divorce stuff, mm-hmm. like back in the day. I I'd be lying if I say I kept up with those like his newer stuff. But um, I've listened to it. I mean, I'll always I'll always like like his voice no matter what. The dude could sing. Oh yeah. yeah. But just as I get older, it's just harder to follow along with like. Bands, I'm so fucking preoccupied doing like my life. life yes, you know? yeah. yeah, life gets in the way. So, 100. <laughs> so it's just like hard to. I gotta ask the guys like, hey, what band's popping right now? Who should I check out? <laughs> yeah. So it's, and like I say, I don't really get to go to shows, so I'm, I gotta ask them because they get a little more free time and 
like I'm always finding new stuff. Like honestly, Jacob, our drummer, he listens to a lot of hip hop, and that's mainly what I listen to is like rap and trap stuff. That's mainly what I listen to, and he's pretty good at finding it. Like we just went on this last run, he showed me. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of uh, Kenny Mason. Mm-mm. Fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah, super sick. But uh, Jacob just showed me that guy, so I find out most of my new stuff from the band, honestly. Oh, okay. I know he. I know Jacob's like super involved in the scene, dude. Like every time 100%. I go to a show, he's he's always there. Yeah, he's, <laughs> like, he's probably the most involved in that because he is also in like the hardcore genre. Cause yeah. He's always had bands in like the hardcore scene and shit. So, and then his family. Uh, like ran the bush, like the burning bush. Oh no shit! Day. Oh wow! Yeah, his dad was like the pastor there, running it. So all the shows back at the burning bush in the day, he was always there. I didn't know until I got older. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing your old band when I was like, when I was like twelve. I was like, what the fuck, <laughs> <laughs> dude? That's insane. So uh, obviously, I would say maybe Johnny Craig is maybe an influence. Is are there any other influences? Uh, with your singing, you, you would say? I would say Johnny Craig for sure in like the screamo, post-hardcore kind of genre, huge influence. Um, I have other like influences like as far as like R&B and like Motown stuff. Like, I don't know if you guys know any uh, Keith Sweat. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Love Keith Sweat. Fucking love Keith Sweat. Um, Earl Sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Love Earl Sweatshirt. I'm like all over the place, dude. Uh, with me, as far as like music, like if it sounds good, I'll like it. You right, know, right. I don't, I don't really try to put myself in a box too much. I kind of, I like to listen to pretty much everything. But um, as far as influences, yeah, just uh, I like a lot of Motown. I always say I should have been born in like the fucking 60s, 70s, <laughs> yeah, you know, during yeah. the Motown dude. Roller King area. You know, oh, era. dude, yeah. Like that's my shit. So just a lot. I try to take bits and pieces from everything, really. Um, and people like as far as when they ask about like what my band like influences are, I don't. Like I was saying, I don't really listen to a lot in depth bands like yeah. that are around right now. So it's a good and a bad thing because people will be like, Oh, you sound like this person. I'm like, I don't even I don't, I don't listen to them, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I kinda just like to have my own space when we're writing, do my own thing and just let it come to me naturally. Yeah. I th- <laughs> it's funny that you when you say it come to you naturally, because I just he had mentioned it last year to me, but I have no recollection of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this band called Honey Revenge. We just played with them not too long ago. Oh, dude, for real? Yeah, well, it was probably about like about a year ago now. Oh, okay. We played with them in L.A. Dude. Yeah, because they're, I guess, you know, they're from L.A., so that that would make sense. But, dude. Hell of a good live. Just shout out to Honey Revenge. Ooh, Hell of a good live. Dude, Let's go. I, I've been obsessed because I just got their record probably a couple days ago. And I, Retrovision? Yeah, and I sent it to Logan. I was like, dude, have you heard of Honey Revenge before? And he's all, yeah, dude, I mentioned it to you on one of the episodes <laughs> last year. I was like, oh! Yeah. Now I feel like a dick! Yeah, but, hella cool, too. Yeah, dude, I just jamming their stuff, and they're just so... They're pop. They're blowing up. Yeah. They're and fucking blowing up. I'm like, Jesus poppy. Christ. Yeah, dude. Um, They were just at Goldfield mm-hmm. a couple days mm-hmm. ago. I think that's why I was like, let me check this out because I was looking at Goldfield stuff. Um, I was like, "Honey, Revenge." Let me let me see what they're about, you know? Because when you see them, they're like uh, just their their aesthetic, the way they look, it, it pops. Just mm-hmm. like their music, it pops. So it's like it's kind of like eye candy. You're like, "Oh, what is the bright, vibrant color?" You're like, "Oh, okay, yeah. that's tight." And uh, yeah, I just been obsessed. I I got all their material, and I was like. In the car, just yeah, they're hella wigging good. out. <laughs> I remember when we played with them, I didn't really know who they were, and then they 
fucking killed it. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, all right, they're fucking good. Yeah. It's yeah. exactly how it went. Cause like one of the things I like to do is I like to look up, you know, all the records, right. For like the, the year I try to catalog as much as I can. And Hey, next Friday, such and such bands dropping a record, right? Like, let's check it out. Like for instance, uh, next Friday, uh, Austrian death machines put out a new record. If Dude, you guys know go. them and uh job for a cowboy, just, oh, okay. I didn't even know job for a cowboy was still around. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they just they made came, a comeback. Yeah. They just Holy came back. Shit, I'll have to check that one out for sure. But, uh, so when, when the honey revenge record dropped, <laughs> Literally, uh, I was going through, like, on the episode, we were on air, and I was texting him, I was, I was telling him the records that dropped. I was like, yeah, Honey Revenge just put out a new record called Retro Vision. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll fucking know who that is. <laughs> I was like, And it wasn't like okay. trying to be a disrespect thing. I right, like, yeah. I, I like to learn about music way after. <laughs> well, I feel like, like I, 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 I want to understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, understand. like, we're on the same wavelength. Like. So it just killed me that he just, bro, have you heard of this band? I was like. I do. I told you about it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. when they put this record out. He's trying to keep you on game. Dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying, dude. He just, oh, he doesn't. I get it, though. I get it. Life, yeah. you know, gets involved. Absolutely. Yeah, Life absolutely. All this shit. There's so much music, dude. Yeah, and the so way we much. consume it is so insane now, mm-hmm. right? Like, you could just send a record to somebody without having to be like, yeah. Oh yeah, go find it at Target or something. You know, go to Target. Radio Shack or freaking uh, <laughs> right. re, used to have replay records here in town. You know, you had to yeah. go get a physical yeah. CD. Yeah. Name so like that no just, more. Yeah, you just go on Apple Music, and if there's something that sticks out to you, you're just like, okay. Yep. You stream buy it. Now, buy now. Or yeah, Spotify. We're, we're spoiled now these days with music. That's yeah. for sure. I guess dude. it's a good and bad thing, right? Yeah, it's. I guess in the bad aspect is because you're so spoiled and you can't like really dive into it as much. I sure. Guess. Yeah. yeah. Take the time to dive into all the different artists, so you got to kind of pick and choose. So. Yeah, and it's it, YouTube is changing too, right? So you can't just find right something on YouTube unless it's in the algorithm, mm-hmm. right? So I, you know, whatever the hell that means with the YouTube stuff, where you just okay, there's that one that is recommended, but it's like how did it get recommended? Yeah, you're exactly. Just like I didn't, and then you skip over it because it's not something you're normally gonna listen to. So exactly. Yeah, yeah. Tough. him and I yeah. used to have a ritual like every Friday we would link up and we would just go on a cruise like and whatever record was dropping we were both hyped about like we would just go cruise and you know go get a milkshake or whatever the hell and we would just spin the record and just both just dork out about it so um that's something we we did that with the band camino record last year yeah we did that that was your most like anticipated album of last year so there was probably like four or five last year i was like absolutely just geeked over and that was i told him i said i don't care what you're doing like we're linking up so it's cool i mean it's it's like you said it's Music is definitely more accessible now, and it, it definitely has its pros and cons. But yeah, uh, I'd say it's probably better than anything. I mean, just quick access to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's weird, right? Because you could just go on an artist's uh, like page on Apple, right? And you could just scroll all the way down, and it'll show you the similar artist. Mm-hmm. And then there it is. You're like, oh, okay, I'm mm-hmm. just click on that person, you know, and then boom, there it is. Yeah, but. All right, so uh, tell us about how you got the gig with Wolf and Bear. Uh, okay, uh, so <laughs> man, it's such. It's, I feel like it's been such a long time now. Because if you think about it, fuck, what, what year are we in? It's like twenty twenty four. Twenty four, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I fucking probably joined the band around like 2015, 2016. Jeez, wow, was around that. So it's almost been fuck, ten years. But it's crazy because I'm actually the third vocalist of Wolf and Bear. Uh, oh really? Yeah, I'm the third guy. Uh, the original is Isaac from Dwellings. 
and I actually was in an old band with him because we grew up in Modesto together. Oh, no shit. So I grew up with him fucking doing acoustic shit. He was in my earlier bands. So I know Isaac like from way back in the day. And, uh, and then the second was a guy from the Bay Area named Sam Cole. He's on Oil Cup. He's the one who's recorded on that song. And then pretty much how I got in contact with them is I knew Cameron the most out of, out of the guys. He's like actually the only one that I had met in person. And I just had met him through parties back in the day. Like, um, so when I first graduated high school, I had my, like my local bands and we played shows in the area, but it didn't really, you know, a band member would leave and the band would break up. <laughs> and then um, when my last band broke up, I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do acoustic stuff with my best friend, put it on YouTube. And we were like in a really big partying phase. So we just go <coughs> party, play some acoustic stuff at the, at the open mics and that's kind of how I met Cameron was just through parties and stuff and we never really like talk talked we kind of just like you know you, you're at a party and you just chit chat with people I, like, I knew of him but I didn't know him like that sure and so after my bands broke up I was just doing like acoustic stuff and just uploading it on YouTube and when they had an issue with Sam and he was leaving I guess Tyler and Cameron were just talking like, who do you, who do you, who do you know? Who do you like? Who sings? Whatever. And then Cameron threw my name out there. He's like, Oh, I know this guy. And they <laughs> pretty much just messaged me, asked me if I'd be down. Um, I learned oil cup. I came to a practice and I guess it was like just history after that. Damn. Yeah. That's so sick. Yeah. And actually I had met Tyler once before that too. I met him at a, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been to the queen bean in Modesto. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I met it's like my there. wife's favorite coffee shop, yeah. man. Well, we, they used to, I don't know if they still have open mic nights there, but I went there randomly and Tyler was there. No shit. He, it was a little funny because he was, it was my first time ever meeting him and he was like, hey dude, I know, I've heard of you. Uh, he's like, check out my band. And he just was playing me a whole bunch of like his band songs. And I was like, oh yeah, cool, cool. Dude. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds sick. And he was just like, you know, being the schmoozer that Tyler is. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I, that was like the one time I met him before. So he did know me too before I joined the band. But yeah, they pretty much just messaged me, asked if I wanted to audition, and I came over, and that was it. Damn, that's nice. so sick, dude. So we recorded site. I mean, right after I joined the band, Louis joined the band like a couple weeks later, and uh, we got we were like, I think they already had a, a studio time booked, mm -hmm. and we had to decide if we wanted to go with a song that they already had been working on, or if they wanted to make a brand new one with me and Louis. And we decided on just doing a brand new one just from scratch, and that was Sight. Damn. So nice. We literally made Sight in like like a few weeks, like two, three weeks. Went to go record it, and the rest, <laughs> rest is history. Cam, wow. Cam damn near broke my heart last when we had him on the pod, dude. He's, he told me that you guys are thinking about retiring that one. They want to. <laughs> they want to like they're i think it's still a fucking banger dude i think dude. it slaps live the fuck's other guy dude like dude <laughs> cool. like hits, how so. like how the energy like seeing people just yell that shit back at you it's sick every time dude it's <clears throat> insane yeah so I, I personally would fight for that one i mean i get what they mean because it's our older song and people the most shit people listen to is like our newer stuff but i don't know that play that song will always have a place in my heart yeah. so I'm going to fight for that one. I think yeah. <laughs> Cam, if I'm not mistaken, I think Cam said, yeah, he would die for that track too. Like he's, yeah, he's yeah, like, I mean, that's the one that's the most memorable to me because it's so meaningful. Right. Yeah. I was yeah. kind of like the, the introduction. Right. And I mean, yeah, like you said, the rest is history, but that's so sick. So, uh, you mentioned like other bands and stuff that you had been in. Were, what were those other bands? And like, were you also the front man in those? So in my first, first bands, I actually 
just did screaming. Like I didn't sing at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, like my <laughs> my first band ever was a band called Rudy Growls. Okay. Yeah. That's freaking sick. <laughs> like a metalcore straight. We played in a backyard for our first show. I had cotton mouth so bad. I was like spitting foam. But yeah, Damn. but um, my first couple of bands, I was just screaming, just screaming. And then I actually, uh, I tried singing in one of my older bands and my guitarist at the time, he was like, don't do that. He's like, you, he's like, you suck pretty much. He pretty much told me like, don't sing because you suck. What? And so I was like, all right, whatever. I won't fucking, I won't sing. And so our keyboarder, was like the singer at the time and I was like the screamer. So I was like, I guess I won't sing then. And then that band broke up and that's when I started doing more acoustic shit on YouTube. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to sing anyways. So. Right on, man. Dude. Did you, you want another one? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, I'll take one. Surprise me. Surprise. I'm, not, I'm not picky. <clears throat> Dude. Okay. okay, so. uh. What did you start with? I started with the Dankful. The Dankful. dankful. Yeah. That one was good. Yeah. That was pretty cool, huh? Yeah, pretty, pretty. Easy, easy going beer. So hit, hit, them, hit them with a surprise. Have you done any uh, vocal features on any songs yet? I don't think I have done any vocal features. I don't think I have. It's, I'm not opposed to doing it. It's just like, I'm, like I don't want to feature on something on a song if I don't feel like it's like, I don't want to sound like a dick or whatever, you know? Like. <laughs> I, I want my features to be sick on a song that's sick. I don't want to just do a feature just to do a feature, you know? Right, yeah. I'm with I you. I want it to be something that I genuinely like um, and that I could see myself being on. And I honestly haven't really been approached too much. Like, I've only been asked, like, a couple times, but I would hell to be down for a feature. I'm sure that's on the horizon, man. Uh, hey. I, I believe hit it. Up. Hit me up. You got a good song. Hit me up. I'll fucking do it. Dude, It and it's so cool because, like, uh, going back to when we had Cam, um, Cam was talking about like with Andrew in specific, like he said that you guys had an original take of that song. And um, I believe he said somebody had showed that to Andrew or Andrew had caught wind of it. And then when Andrew got a hold of it, I think you guys, uh, he said you guys had asked him to kind of do like a part or whatever. And then he just went crazy with it and it just completely flipped the, the layout of the song. Yeah. So on, on no dust, like honestly that ended up being the single of the album. But when we were writing it, it was we did not think it was going to be like really. Anything. We thought it was going to be just like a berry track, really, until, because we were just writing for it. You know, we were just writing for it, and we were kind of focusing on more other songs. And then, like you're saying, we had our our own versions of it, and that's like why I feel like we probably didn't think it was good yet, because like we were like, ah, eh, it's good, but. And then Tim had sent the track over to that's what it to was Andrew, and he actually was the first like vocals recorded on that song. Like his feature was the first thing tracked, well, obviously with the instruments, but as far as vocal wise. So when we heard it, we we're like, fuck, that sounds sick. I'm like, I'll just dance around that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's pretty much what we did. And then we just kind of like molded both our versions around Andrew's part. And then it just kind of, once it was done, I was like, bro, this is fucking sick. I was like, this should be the single of the album. And they're like, yeah, you're right. They should, they should. So prior to that, what was the original single of the album? I'm trying to think I feel like and it's so hard to remember like because we have demo names and then the songs get their actual names so yeah. it's hard to like oh, which song is which song <laughs> really Let's but sure uh, good, so. I know we liked Quick Sip a lot I know we liked Fool's Gold um, I don't know I, I know we the, just the more bouncier ones that we were looking at and then once we heard Andrew's feature we were like fuck and then when I got on it 
we were like, fuck. All right. Sounds, it sounds like fucking cohesive. Like, cause me and Andrew feeding off each other, it just like worked. So like, yeah, that's the one. Sick. That's sick, dude. So I did just recently discover uh, a video on YouTube and it completely blew my mind. I had, I had no idea. I just typed your name on YouTube, right? I was trying to find those acoustic tracks again from my daughter. I couldn't remember how I found them and found out that you did uh, a track with DGD one in a million. Oh yeah. So was like, were you guys on like, how did that, how did that happen? Cause was that when Tillian was out? No, no. Okay. So this, this is before. So we were actually okay. on, it was one of the, cause we've been on DG on a tour with DGD twice. Okay. And I can't remember if it was the first or second time, but we were on tour with him at the moment. And that's when the whole COVID shit was going crazy. Oh. So he ended up getting sick and he ended up getting COVID. And so he had to isolate. I remember we like, he stayed back in the city and he had to stay there for like two, three days. Cause this is when they were like fucking hammering on it, you know, <laughs> yeah. like crazy. So they asked me, so pretty much they like asked the guys on the tour package, like, Hey, instead of us like not playing, would you guys want to step up and like do a song or two to help out? No shit. So yeah, they asked me to do that one. And I forget, I can't even remember who was the other vocalist on the, on the, I think Andrew was doing most of it. Oh, okay. Andrew was doing most of the lead vocals. For the sets. Yeah, because he's like in the band, but like not yeah, he's in like the band. vocalist, but he, he, I remember, I think they got Sergio to do guitar and he oh, was just, just doing vocals. Like he wasn't playing guitar yet. He was just like doing the main vocals. Oh, wow. And he was like, dude, if any of you guys can help me, because <laughs> Tillian's range is fucking Insane. crazy, bro. Yeah. Insane. So I was like, fuck, dude, I don't know if I could do it either, but let me, let me see what songs you guys are playing. And then that was the one that I could like do the most. So I was like, yeah, fuck it, you know? I grew up being a huge DGD fan. Like, how could I not take that opportunity to fucking play with them? You oh, know? yeah. I was nervous as fuck. Dude, I was going to say, how was that feeling? I was because... nervous as fuck. Damn, dude. dude. But I had to do it. It's like one of those things where, like, you, you can't not. Like, yeah. You can't not. I would have been, like, regretting it if I just didn't do it. If I, I, I'm never going to have that opportunity again. Maybe I will, but yeah. you don't know. Yeah, right. So. Absolutely, yeah. And it's so crazy because I remember like back at the merch booth at the at the record release show, I asked you how many takes you thought you did um, layer wise on the end of Painted Lady. The one in a million track I realize now was that the track I was telling you Tillian did. I think he said nine vocal layers to end that song. Absolute insanity. So when I saw the video of you singing, I was like, holy crap. Yeah. This is like a like a full circle moment. The song I was asking you about. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Uh, that was definitely a memorable moment. It was it was nerve wracking, but I'm glad I did it, and it was fun. It yeah, was fun in the moment, dude. dude. I couldn't imagine being able to step in for like a band that you grew up listening to, right? <laughs> Let alone like just being able to perform with yeah, them. That, and know? that or was even being that's on like tour, I'd be stoked. That's like my band too like when people ask you like what's what was one band that you can like attribute yourself to growing up like it would be dgd yeah like i had other favorite bands before like my my avenue into this genre of music because like i grew i didn't grow up listening to like rock at all i listened to like nickelback and lincoln park and shit like the mainstream stuff that yeah would kind of you know a little edgy stuff but as the far as like the, stuff yeah the yeah post hardcore shit my avenue into it was like my Chemical Romance. Okay. Hawthorne Heights. Okay. <laughs> scary Kids, Scaring Kids. Okay. And then DGD. Damn. Right. That's a, dude. Those that are was kind of like my stepping, like those are like my favorite band, Escalation. Right That's there. a cool four steps right there. I like that. <laughs> I know I know, Cam's a big Scary Kids guy too, so that's super cool. Yeah, D DGD for, for sure. Mm -hmm. Man, I remember that first Downtown Battle Mountain. That's the one. That's I, the like, one that hooked me. When that record came out, like I, I went... 
I went word for word with the lyrics, both John and Johnny. So like, if you turn on any song on that album, like I could, <laughs> I could, I could do it. Yeah, it'll be shit, Seriously, but yeah. I could do it. I know, like the back of my hand, dude. And the first show I ever went to, I remember I was like 19, 18 or nineteen, and I had begged my mom, please, please let me go to this show, because my parents were like hella. Well, not so much now that we're grown, but growing up, they were, like, more strict. Like, me and my brother couldn't go anywhere, do anything. Yeah. So um, I just remember, please let us go. Please let us go. And the first show I ever went to, uh, Modesto Underground. Okay. Church. It was fucking a Skylit Drive. Dance Gavin Dance. Pierce the Veil. And this is before before they all blew up, dude. This Pierce the Veil playing a fucking underground church. Dude, this is prime Pierce the Veil. Yeah, this is like... I'm like ni- uh, I'm 34 now, so it's like I was like 19 at the time. This is before they blew up. They're just starting to get traction, and it was it was. Oh dope. My. That was such a sick first show to go to, and after that, I was hooked. I was Dude, like, I want to do this. I'm <laughs> I'm envious of you going to that show. Like that was a pretty good one. That's insane. Jordan and Scarlett. Yep. Yeah, like Dude, heydays. Damn, heydays, yeah. And Prime Pierce Avail was that? Did they still have the fifth member playing keyboard at the time, or was yes, he out? This is yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> This, well, a lot of people. A, a lot of people don't know that they had yeah. a fifth member. This is before they. I mean, they were like popular, but I mean, they're playing Modesto Underground Church. So they're not like blown up yet. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. They were headlining, <clears throat> but they weren't like anything like how they are now. They're not the staple that yeah. kids no. are listening to now, right? Right. They're not exactly. the band, right? And I think he. I think the keyboard guy only did like a tour or two, and he was like, "Yo, like this ain't for me." Yeah. And then he backed out, but. Yeah, a lot of people don't know, like, prime OG Pierce Seville, there was a fifth member. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that up until right now. That, see? <laughs> see? A lot of people don't know it. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the new record. Uh, let's start with, what was your favorite track from the record? So my personal favorite track is the last one. I, I love Dream Snatcher. Ooh. Like it's, just, uh, it's just one of those songs that it speaks to me, you know, lyrically, uh, just the vibe of it. Like, I love the whole album, but if I had to pick one, like, that's the one that I really, really like. Okay, I'm with it, hundred percent, dude. Yeah, I, I, I go between Painted Lady and Chad B. King. Yeah, yeah. Those are like Cameron's two favorites. Yeah. What's <laughs> hel- it's, what's hilarious too? Like I love the whole album. Like it's it's funny too because all of us in the in the band we all have different favorite songs on the album. Like Cameron's are like Painted Lady and Chad King, and I would say those are probably more on like the least of mine if right. I had to pick. For me, so it's just kind of cool that even like us in the same band who made the music, yeah. it's like we all have like different favorites, which is pretty sweet. Indigo is creepy up there. Well, I it's, think just because it's the opening track and it just it's instant. You. It's yeah, so it's in your face. So, yeah, and I'm like crazy. But I always find myself. But those two songs, Painted Lady and Chad, are the ones that you showed me first. Yeah, and then it wasn't until the ride home after the release shows that I was like, okay, which one is which one is that one? And then he's like, oh, it's Indigo. I'm like, okay, I like that one. That one's, <laughs> I just, those three are my top. And fun little fact there. about paint, Painted Lady, that's actually one of the songs that Cameron actually wrote most of instead of Louis. Because obviously Louis a fucking guitar guy, dude. He's a fucking <laughs> master shredder. But uh, Cameron's got some secret hitters too, dude. Like, don't let him fool you. Yeah. He's uh, he plays coy, but that guy's got some skills too. Yeah, he yeah, does. That dude, he's, <laughs> dude, that he's dude so, makes he's me so laugh, cool, man. Dude. We love we love that guy. He's <laughs> yeah. so rad. Uh, shout out, yeah, shout sh- out, Cam. shout out, Cam. What up, Cam? Cam. So, which one uh, took the longest to complete, or which one was the toughest to do? Actually, it's it was actually no dust. Really? Yeah, we had we actually had to come back to it in the studio because I didn't like how I tracked it the first time, like how 
like the tone of my voice and how I was tracking it, it just, it didn't sound right. And I remember I wasn't happy with it and we moved on to different songs on the album. And then I think I, I think we saved it for last, like one of the last songs to come back to and like, cause I was like, I, I'm not happy with it. We'll put it in the back burner for now and then I'll, I'll come back and fuck with it again. And so we came back to it and I don't know, I, I just, one day in the studio, we were like, all right, let's fucking, let's try fucking with it again. And then we started working on it and I just sang it in a totally different tone. I was like, let me just vibe with it. And I put the headphones on and kind of just like, instead of overthinking it, I kind of just like felt it and just let it come to me. And it was like a whole different tone level vocally. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I got it. Whole tone vocally that I was singing differently and I was like, okay, that's the spot right there. And then we tracked it and sure enough, it ended up being the single. So nice that's crazy dude it's just weird how music does that sometimes like yeah just little little things in music that, just like the pitch of your voice you change it and that could be the the problem solver yeah. right there so. absolutely yeah i find myself when like when i'm drumming uh if i um overthink the song that i'm playing because i'll just warm up to all kinds like i'll put on i made a big playlist of my mom's era <clears throat> music so there's a lot of like um, disco music in there, a lot of love songs Hell and yeah. stuff like the stuff of my mom's era. So it's like I, I'll put a lot of modern pop in there. So like Lady Gaga, like so nice. I'll start off usually with either uh, Bad Romance or Poker Face, and nice. I just will like if I overthink it, then I I completely butcher the song. Then I'm like three times, you know, trying three times just to make it good, and I'm like okay. Let me just listen to it once without even playing, and let me vibe to the song. Yeah, a lot of times you just gotta goes. step back. That's what yeah. it is. You gotta take a step back and be like, okay, what am I doing that I'm not liking? And then just kind of just yeah. feel it out. I find that if I try to make it as intricate and technical as possible, and for my ability, then I'm just like, then I find I'm rimshotting every time. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is okay. Yeah. Calm down, just focus, <laughs> breathe, exactly. or I'll move on to like. A country song or something because yeah. I grew up on country. Nice. So it was like, yeah, I'll just go back to the old Aaron Tippin era or, you know, old Toby Keith, RIP, you know? RIP. Dude, so it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll have to switch genres just to focus, regroup, and like, all right, let me vibe to the music because it's going to, then my playing will just kind of showcase yeah. itself through that. So exactly. I get what you mean where you're just like, oh, I got a vibe. Just let me vibe. And it's harder for me personally. Like, if I'm in the studio, it's hard for me to more, like, I guess, communicate with, like, the producer because, like I said, I'm not, like, musically trained, so I don't know the fucking difference between, like, an A sharp or a... <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm just, it sounds good. I don't know. You're like, I'm just belting yeah. it out here, man. Yeah. Like, what do you want from me? I'm, I'm swimming out here. I'm trying to find it. So, yeah. for me, I just got to listen and kind of just find my spot. So I can't like they're like oh sing an A sharp I'm like bro I don't know what the fuck that is dude <laughs> so for like, me personally it's just it's a lot about feeling it like just feeling the music and just kind of letting it come to me like that that's kind of how I write and operate that's yeah. super cool super cool to find out I like that um, one thing I did want to ask you about was the song title specifically with this new record you know um, like the meanings behind them and whatnot can you like maybe give us like a quick little like run through of uh, the meaning behind them. So as far as like the album name, Blood Letter, um, that was Cameron. Uh, he kind of came with us. Like, what do you? How do you feel about this? And when he first told me, I was like, like a like a letter made of blood. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, no, like old. You know, they would 
cut you and bleed you out because I thought it was like a medical procedure to clean you like back in the day like bloodletting that's what what it actually means for the album it's like they would have blood letters back in the day and they would come to your house and they would nick you and kind of have your blame your blood drain out and they kind of thought it was like cleaning your blood so that's kind of like the, the meaning hell? behind it of, but so, you die right no, no, no. oh you no no you just you just, they just nick you and then okay. let you bleed out a little bit and then patch you up and then you produce new blood. Okay. They, it was just like an old uh, medical practice. Okay. That they, like, okay. Kept you healthy. So. So kind of out with the old, yeah. like you said, cleansing. Exactly. Bringing in the new. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of just like the uh, underlying tone of the album. But every song is different. Um, as far as like our song, like somebody just asked me, like a fan just asked me, like, what's your guys' writing process? Like, what? what are, how do you write lyrics and stuff? And. I explained to them that our that Wolf and Bear's writing process is like kind of its own unique thing because when we get like the instrumentals from the band, like I like to wait. I'm not one of those writers who writes a song out before hearing the music. I have to hear the music first and then fit the words to it. Sure, I'm with um, it. Everybody writes differently, you know. Yeah, but uh, that's how it works for me. So and Cameron too. So when we hear the instrumentals, we'll both kind of take our own version. We'll own, write our own thing by ourselves, and then we'll meet up together. And be like, all right, this is what I got for this part. And he'll be like, this is what I got. And then sometimes we'll combine them or all like his shit better. I'll be like, dude, that's way better than what I had. <laughs> so the songs kind of are organic and come together themselves, like in their own way. So that's why when people ask me, like, what does this song mean? Or what does this song mean? I'm like, well, if you depends who you ask. It could if you ask me, I could tell you something different sure. for when I was writing in that moment. And if you ask Cameron, it could be completely something different. So that's why I kinda like our songs. It's like I can't really I can explain it from my point of view what the song is about, but it's kind of really its own thing and left open for interpretation. So yeah, that's the that's the beauty of music, right? You Absolutely, can it's so how you interpret it. Yeah, like there's a song may mean something to the the songwriter, but then like maybe a fan of the songs, like dude, it meant this is how I, it meant to me, and you're like, I wasn't intending on it like that, mm-hmm. but that fits yeah. perfectly. If that's how it gravitates exactly. for you, yeah. Perfect. That's super cool. Yeah. So I didn't know if there was like any, um, that's, I, I had no idea that was the meaning behind the album title. Yeah. That's freaking wild. Yeah, I know. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that whole kind of like yeah, concept. Look at it. I probably like, explained it terribly, but if you just look I, up like bloodletting as a practice, you yeah, can dive into it. I'm envisioning just the way that you did it. I'm like, okay, there's, so the person cut their neck. I'm like, oh, he dead, dead. Oh, he's dead. Oh, he's <laughs> no, dead. Not like a slice. We're, yeah. We're just like a little niche with it. Yeah. Like, but like you said. he like Michael Myers, the guy. Yeah. Like super brutal. Not he's super, just, super brutal. He just came up and was like. Just a little nick, just a little cut. Just get it out a little bit. No, but like you said, it's just hearing it and it it, and kind of interpreting it is like a letter of blood. Like, like what the heck is this? That's lame, Cam. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, because you and Cam are the main lyricists, right? We write all the vocals, me and Cam. Um, So cool. Screams too, um, because like I like I said, I screamed in my first, and Cameron kind of understands screaming too. So we're able to write those parts. And then Tyler will have his like, own little inflections. He'll be like, can I change this word from this to this? And we're like, all right, whatever. If it's easier for you to hit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's so sick, yeah. It's cool. Like I said, it's just cool to find this stuff out. Like, as fans of, of the band, right? Like, we just, I don't know. It's just super cool to find this stuff out. And I hope I hope people who, if anybody is listening, I hope people who listen, like, take that away too, you know what I mean, from this episode. It's, Hell yeah. And it was cool, like I said, with Cam. I mean, it was the total... Uh, dork out fest with him too but it yeah. was just it's just cool to to just sit down with, with guys like you you know what I mean and Cam and just and just have a conversation and yeah, of course and like I said like we're 
we don't obviously it's super fucking dope like we're on blue swan it's pretty sick like being like a huge dgd <laughs> fan like i was and like like it's cool to take a step back and be like fuck dude i'm i know will swan i yeah. fucking know these guys i'm playing shows with and, and you could be hyped on that all day and it, it, i am but it's just like it's crazy to think and actually be like fuck we actually put in the work and we got here <laughs> yeah. we're, we're not anywhere near the fucking level we want to be but it's it's cool to see like what we've accomplished so far and you'll get there you know yeah. like like you said you're grinding and stuff and the way just the world works too is like it just takes a viral moment yep and, and then it's all gonna we gotta change. be more on TikTok. We're sucking on that, dude. <laughs> hey, we we spit well, Half of us idea. are boomers in the band, so we're yeah. working on it. Yeah. <laughs> dude, <laughs> shit. Even even Logan and I, we when we started the Instagram for the the podcast, we were like, "You could do what with that?" Yeah, like, we were like, "We thought we were just pictures." And yeah, we're like you could take videos <laughs> and shit. I'm we're the like, worst. I'm the I'm like the most boomer guy in the band, dude. dude. Like technology is not my strong. I shit. think him and I are gonna be in that same boat with you, dude. Like we we just. Take a picture. Okay, we'll post that later. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And we're trying to get better too. It's like because we don't know how what makes something viral. Is it the stories, or do you have to consistently post and badger the shit out of something? Find the right algorithm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. just like, but it just takes that. You know, just keep putting in the work. Make sure you do. You know, you love what you're doing, and then it's just the you know. To the labor, yeah, yeah, and then it'll just happen for you. And like we were telling again, Kim, like when we had him, is like I've I've always been a huge fan of your guys' work personally, and like he's I've been getting him on board, and he's with me, right? But like I feel like per- personally, and I think we can both attest to it, is like this record. I feel like truly not not to blow smoke up you guys' ass, but like yeah. truly like <laughs> this record, I feel like you guys completely honed in and found the quote unquote wolf and bear sound and like just truly capitalized. Cause like, cause I, I, I don't, all you guys' previous work phenomenal, but like this record in particular, I feel like, cause, and, and Cam had mentioned this is the first record back with Louie. Yeah. So he think that kind of channeled something, but I don't, I just feel like every day I, I have to listen to this record. It's, it's just, it, <laughs> yeah. there's two records. Like if I don't hear something from every day, I, I like my day is shit. I promise you, and it's the Camino record, and your guys's record. Hell yeah! So it's like I feel like you guys truly found that niche with this record in particular, and I think sky's the limit for you guys now. Oh, thank you, appreciate that. Absolutely, man. And I, I, it might be lame, but I I listen to our music all the fucking time. Dude. You got to like, be a fan of your work, dude, right? You have to. You yeah. have to. If you don't like your own songs, then what are you doing? You know? Yeah. So I listen to our stuff all the time, and I'm like. Yeah, we're doing good. And it's crazy, too, because I feel the same way about this album. It was, like, a little of a different side to us. Like, uh, some people are saying it's kind of softer, but it is. It is softer in a way. And But the thing with us is we're not beholden to, like, one style of what we're going to write to. Absolutely. We're, we're open to pretty much whatever. We'll fucking drop, like, a hardcore song on the next one if it sounds good, honestly. <laughs> Like, I asked Cam, I was all, yo, any chance you guys are going to do like a real genty, like, fucking song? Jacob would love that shit. <laughs> Jacob's, like, Jacob's fucking genre is hardcore, and I love hardcore <laughs> music too. Like, we're, we're not opposed to doing anything. As long as we can make it not cringy and not fit our vibe, you know, as long as mm-hmm. it, it works, we'll do it. Yeah. So, and uh, the writing funny. process behind this album was so fucking stressful. I feel like we have been sitting on this shit for so long, and it's like, man. If we cannot have it stressful for the next record and fucking write how we really want to write, 
sky's the limit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because how long? How uh, how long did it take for this process for Dude, you guys? This album took we it took for fucking ever. Honestly, like two three years. Okay. Damn. That we've been sitting on some of the songs. And it's just because a, a multitude of things like COVID happened. Right. Yeah. That's, and then sets everything Tim passing back. away at the end of it kind of delayed a lot of shit. Um, it's just a whole bunch of stuff that we ran into. So, but we're just finally fucking glad to have it drop. And it's like, man, we've been sitting on this. Like they're old, they're old songs to us. So we've been listening to them for a while. So we were kind of ready to just put them out and start writing again. Which yeah. we are. We're writing new songs already. So nice, nice, dude. Cannot wait. Hell yeah, because yeah. yeah, like I said, he turned me on to you guys. Like, I mean, I'd seen you obviously at the Modesto show, but I, I was like, oh yeah, it's just a show, you know. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't, and at that time, I was still trying to find that kind of that style of music. Was I was like, oh, dude, I'm, yeah, oh heavy metal guy, like impressed me, bro, yeah. kind of thing, yeah. you know. I'm like, if it ain't Slipknot, then don't fucking yeah. talk to me, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, you guys won me over, obviously, uh, from the record release shows. So I was like, dude, yeah. And my buddy um, Bobby, he he listened to uh, Cam's episode, and he was like, oh, dude. This is sick, and he jams you guys now too. So it was like, not only did the show have an influence a little bit, you know, with our friends, but it's like, dude, I just we just turned your band onto somebody else, and it's like yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's jam he's like, dude, they're they're good. I'm like, dude, wait till you hear the next episode when we get Marcus. Dude, <laughs> yeah. That's sick. Yeah, I don't. Sorry, Cam, I don't mean to top you, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah hey. no, dude, <laughs> dude, we're always just stoked to have. <laughs> Anybody yeah. that wants to come on here, like I was watching um, a podcast the other night. It was uh, Drinks with Johnny, uh, the bassist from Sevenfold. Okay, uh, has his own podcast. You know, it's it's on YouTube and stuff. It's called Drinks with Johnny. But he uh, had um, uh, Chris. I, I, his name's Chris, but he did, he does a big wrestling podcast, and uh, he was on that show. And he was like, "Yeah, dude, you just got to keep." keep going take whoever will say yes right because mm -hmm. eventually then that's how you grow your audience so we're just asking all the homies who want to just do something cool hang out drink beer that's the only way to music, do it really right? you know let yeah. you guys you know let you promote your the band and everything but just have a good time and hang out you know so exactly like, i mean that's yeah. you gotta you gotta grind you know and then what you know one connection could lead to another connection and just go yeah. from there really but yeah, no, it's fun. I mean, I, I don't really do too many podcasts or anything. This is like my first, you know, little sit down kind of thing interview. So no, it's super sweet. And congratulations to you guys. You know, oh, you guys appreciate you. Man. Still uh, starting off and getting it going, but you, it's yeah. very chill. I like the Raider helmet yeah. setup. Yeah. You guys got yeah, a cool man. spot here, so it's pretty sweet. Yeah, I appreciate dude, you, we're, man. We're trying to get, you know, still trying to get our footing. You know, the whole all of last year was kind of just. Testing the waters. Yeah. Testing the waters, and we're still testing the waters. We always spitballing new ideas on how to make the show funner. Or is that even a word? No, funner? but it's all right. But do you yeah, think? All right. yeah. Do you, you think? Know, better, I should say. There you go. We ain't mad at you. you know? Go ahead. Go ahead. And uh, <laughs> just make it so it's so more interactive. Yeah. Yeah. You guys got a good vibe for sure. 
appreciate it, man. Yeah, we hear that. <laughs> yeah, we do hear that a lot. I walked like. in, I saw the NSYNC pop it, and I was like, yeah. all right. Dude, for sure. Dude. For sure. You know, fun fact, the first concert I ever went to was an NSYNC concert when I was Get 12 out. years old. Really? My no. aunt took me when I was 12 years old, and that was the first, first concert I ever went to. Huge NSYNC fan. Oh, my. So you're team NSYNC over Backstreet? 100% team yeah. NSYNC. Yes! 100%. Yes! Eat that shit. Dude, we did a full uh, episode of, like, Boy bands. Obviously, I have a soft spot for Backstreet Boys. Classic and, as well. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I don't know why he would choose In Sync when he hasn't even seen them. He got to see Backstreet Boys. That's not the point. That's not the point. Jordan's birthday. That's not That's the point. Sweet. But he did leave early, and then he was. Out. I've seen enough. Yeah. It's <laughs> not the point. Like, it's not the point. I grew up yeah, on In Sync. Let's go. Marcus gets it. Dude. Hey, it's cool. It's cool. I'm in en- enemy territory. Apparently. <laughs> yes. I know my battle. You're outnumbered, boy. <laughs> <old> boy band. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're not. We won't do that right. debate again. Oh um, man. So. Uh, again, talking with Cam, um, I don't know if this is a, this is something that you would like to delve into. If if not, it's totally cool. But uh, Painted Lady in specific, he had mentioned that there was a quote unquote hater out there, and like that song kind of has some uh, something to do with that. Is that does that sound familiar, or is that something? Uh, maybe for like I said, <laughs> okay, all right, right to it. Like we're totally like writing like our own kind of thing so for me personally writing to it i don't know if i was i'd have to hear it right now honestly but uh <laughs> i'll throw it on tv for you oh, i'm just kidding God. i'm just kidding uh, yeah maybe maybe more so for him maybe that's what he used to fuel um but honestly i'd have to like get back in that writing space of like who are we pissed off at? yeah <laughs> he and and he had mentioned that uh i don't i don't know if it was something i can't remember exactly but he had said that the, there was a song or something you guys did prior and there was just some dude who was just hating on you. Like, your vocals or some shit like that. Like, he was just, I don't know, he was just hating for some reason. And then Cam had said Painted Lady was kind of like, to that hater, like, hey, take this shit. Like, I can fucking <laughs> sing. Like, who the fuck? I don't know. Personally, the only one I can think of was like that story I told about my, in my old band with my guitarist is like, you fucking suck. <laughs> what if it's him? So Yo, maybe, maybe I told that story to Cameron. He's like, I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> Cam's like, took, Cam's, Cam took it personally. Yeah, like, yeah. dude, it wasn't even towards me, but I got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cam said, say less. I, I'd have to revisit and I'd listen to it again and maybe I'll remember. Dude, my memory is so fucking terrible. Hey, it's all good. Man. <laughs> Too yeah. much marijuana's. Hey, yeah, we had we had just asked we asked him about it. He said, all I'm gonna say is there was was a hater out there and we did this song and take that jesus so i mean like if that song doesn't shut him up it might have been honestly it might have been our the the guys in the band because i know sometimes when we send like demo like me and cam will will get together and we'll you know record some track some some rough demos at his place Mm -hmm. and then we'll send them and sometimes the guy's like nah we don't like that it kind of sounds like shit like Yo, let us cook. Let yeah, us cook. let him cook. It's the early stages. We let him cook. Yeah. So maybe that, maybe that was it. Maybe he's like, fuck these guys. We're gonna yeah. show them. Yeah. And we were kind of talking about how, like, when the album came out, we were, and everybody received it pretty well. We're like, see, Cam, we know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, like, fuck. Yeah, not, not fuck the rest of the guys because obviously it's a brotherly love. Sure. Like, yeah. Hey, we don't come to y'all to tell you how to play drums. Yeah. We don't tell y'all how to play bass. Yeah. Just let us do our fucking thing. Yeah. Let them cook, man. But it's all brotherly. It's just, you know. It's, oh, uh, for sure. Friendly competition with each other. We all get along fucking great. We're yeah. all, uh, 
we, you know, we talk shit to each other and, you know, everybody has their moments, but for the most part, we all get along great. That's good. And I think that's, I, I always circle, I always circle back to like, like our podcast in particular, him and I have been best friends since high school. And we have this really, we have this really, in my opinion, this really fun banter where we talk a lot of shit to each other. And I think it makes it fun. Like we've all, we've like since high school, we've had that. We're like talking shit to each other. And then we, we put microphones in front of each other. And at first it was a little awkward, but like we've, we've kind of like fallen back into it. And I think it just makes it fun, you know, to be, to be able to talk shit with your close friends. Like if you guys yeah. can't talk shit to each other. Is it really even like a true friendship? Honestly? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you're gonna baby <laughs> each other's friendship, it's not really a true friendship. You guys gotta, you know, talk shit and obviously be there for them at the certain times. But right, I feel like talking shit is what me and my friends mostly do. That's but what it's about. It's out of love. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. just giving each other a hard time. <laughs> it's the greatest. Especially when you say something way too close and you're like, "Bro, yeah. you, you motherfucker, take it back." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, "I'm laughing, but I'm mad at you." Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. It's flight on sight next time I see. <laughs> shit, right yeah uh any chance you guys are thinking about doing like an acoustic or maybe in a re reimagined version of the album 100 percent. we've already been talking about doing Ooh, some acoustic stuff let's go we, me and cam and louis already want to start kind of fucking with some of the songs off the album because you know the next tour we have coming up we're thinking about possibly maybe we're at that stage to start doing like meet and greet side shit to where nice. like you pay for it and we'll do like a fucking acoustic performance for you but even killer. even not even just not even at the shows just like to record like a live ver or um like a, a live acoustic version of a song and just pop it up sure but yeah we love we love doing acoustic stuff and honestly it pulls in different audiences maybe mm -hmm. if you don't want to listen to the hard hard hitting stuff yeah not that our shit's yeah. like crazy hard but some people just like the softer stuff so yeah. Definitely, definitely gonna do some acoustic shit. Yeah, like my mom, like I, I showed my mom the band and she was like, oh, wow. Like, and, and it's nothing against uh, Tyler. She don't like the screaming parts. My parents like, are the exact same way. They're yeah. like, we listen to the band because of you. Yeah. Yeah and, and, <laughs> so. yeah. and that's not, and it's not a knock. I And I understand, like, that's it's a different, yeah. different time, you know? Yeah, exactly. It, it was, even growing up, my mom hated when I blast Slipknot, but when I blast Stone Sour, she was like, oh, okay. I can get Same down with this. front man, mm -hmm. just you different know, Corey vibes. Taylor's singing more. Yeah. He's singing a lot more. Exactly, it's a lot more melodic, and that's what she likes is the melody. So, as a list, as someone that's you know listening from an old school perspective, it's just she would rather listen to melodic stuff of your guys's than yeah, you know. Exactly. So an acoustic would be right up her alley because it's like, oh, same song, you know, everything's the same. It's just acoustic, and you could showcase a different side of that song yeah, exactly. you know exactly so yeah my parents that's are the cool. same way they're like i don't know about the screaming stuff <laughs> like my mom's no, always like does. why don't you just do some soft stuff why don't you go to an american idol like, <laughs> God, hey bro. you got my you got my, my vote <laughs> you got my yeah. vote bro <laughs> i think you got his too yeah we'll yeah. vote for you bro yeah all right so uh <laughs> so jump into the next show you guys are playing that's sounds rad music festival in fresno correct <laughs> correct tioga sequoia beer garden have you ever been to the Never been there. Okay. Um, excited for it. Uh, it's going to be our first like headlining festival, so that'll be pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. And then we got like a little tour in the works right now. I don't know if I can mention it or not because it's still getting put together. But we got something for June, July coming up. Sick. Yeah. Can you like? Don't even pressure him. We'll 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 don't we'll, ask, we'll ask you off. We'll ask you. Just I'll just say. Uh, <laughs> I'll just say. Don't even say anything. There might be a lot of live. There's no dust with with uh, Andrew. Oh, 
Okay. 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 All right. See, that's, that's all I'll okay, say. Okay, I'll let. He's yeah. geeking out. You yeah. can totally let me know after because yeah. I'm like, oh. if if I'm getting what you're, yeah, yeah, if, yeah okay. You, Logan's picking up what you're putting yeah. down. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully we can grab a beer together before. Uh, yeah. You guys go on, dude. Tayo, we love Tioga Square. Yeah. They're great. My my lady lives in Fresno, so I'm there almost every oh, other. Oh, so you guys know the venue where yes, it's going to be at. It's actually a brewery. Okay, sweet. And they have a whole out. I do. I actually saw, uh, it's not Lucha Underground. Uh, I love wrestling. Mm-hmm. So it's like they had a full wrestling promotion come in and have a full card there. Oh, and nice. that was like probably one of the funnest <laughs> nights I've had yeah. in a while. And, uh, but yeah, they, it's a full brewery. They got an inside and they have a big outside where, I'm assuming you guys are going to be playing, but I mean, you could put up a full stage there. So, so good size. Yeah. And then there's a brewery right across the street that actually does shows there. Is that full circle? He's right. Yeah, by- full circle. Oh, okay, so- I saw uh, galactic empire in there, okay. which is an all star Wars metal band. They do all the soundtracks and just epic, epic yeah. dude. Nice. Epic. You'll have to check them out. If you're a star Wars fan, I am. Dude, check Not out so much like of the newer ones, but I'm an OG Star Wars fan. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. We <laughs> yeah. love it, dude. Yeah, dude. As you can tell, I kind of got a little, a little bit of Star Wars yeah. stuff here. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But Full Circle does a lot of uh, shows there. I mean. Invent Animate was there. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you got. Dude, Bleeding Through came through there. What? Last year. And I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Dude, I missed that. Yeah, I'm excited. Insane. It's going to be a good time. And yeah. that's in what? That's in May? Yeah. yeah. My birthday weekend, actually. Yes, so sir. I'm like, dude, when uh, Cam was on, you guys hadn't announced it yet. And I was like... When's your birthday? May 7th. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, right before my birthday. But I'm like... So, we we all were like, hey, let's, let's do something. You know, let's do this for the birthday because I'm... Won't be able to celebrate during the week for work. So, oh, yeah. you know. Hey, you say you're in Fresno all the time? Yeah, I'm out, I'm out there all the time. Yeah, his lady, his lady lives out there. Nice. Yeah, so. That's a commute. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we switch off every other Yeah, day. they spread the love. Yeah, they yeah. rotate. Who and comes? My, uh, my grandparents live out there, so oh. it's it's easy. Yeah. But um, more Madeira area. But, yeah, that it's a nice uh, venue. I shouldn't even say it's a venue. It's, it's a brewery, but it's, it's yeah. really nice. Like, if... I got some good beers in there. Hey, uh, I'm sold already. Yeah, yeah. dude. It, Let's no, go. It's be beers a in the show. Time. I'm there. Let's yes, go. sir. Yeah. And uh, I know he's looking forward to obviously you guys. And there's another band on there, Boys of Fall. Yeah, they okay. they're on mine and my other buddy's bucket list. Like nice. they don't come out to the West Coast often. So yeah, we're pretty excited about yeah, I was that. Thinking about the band, like, like I said, I don't really. I'm not super into the fucking scene right now. But uh, there's this band, Crooked Teeth. They're they're on it. They're <laughs> good. Dude. The guy who did our intro song, uh, Mike Fairbrace, um, used to play in a band called Second to Last. I don't know if you remember them or ever heard of them. familiar. They were, so Second to Last, when they kind of like dismantled, quote unquote, like, um, I forget the guy's name that sings, started Crooked Teeth. And like, it's been, so they've been like gradually doing the damn thing too. So it's yeah. When I saw their name on the on the list, I was like, "That's freaking cool." Yeah, they were hitting us up to do a little run up into that uh, festival, but just like our schedules are so fucked, we weren't able to do it. But I checked them out; they seem pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm a boys of fall bucket list, and like I said, to add you guys to a fifth time, I'm all for it. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, I'm excited to see them. So, uh, second one or third one, I guess I should say. I'm still. I'm about halfway yeah. on me. I'm all right. 
Good? Yeah, I'm okay for now. Uh, so, what can fans expect to see from Wolf America at the show? Are you guys, man, this is this is this is an itching question for me. Are you guys debuting any more new songs? <laughs> uh, yeah, we actually are because we're so like we're obviously we're still seeing the numbers of like what songs being listened to the most, and honestly, like Poofy's been like a crazy sleeper dude bro. i was gonna say that's like a sleeper track right what's crazy to me is that was the the one song where i was like unsure of i was like i don't fucking know dude i don't know if i want to put this one out and it's funny what's hilarious is i, I felt the same way about delito really yeah dude i like when delito when we first were gonna release it, i was like i mean it's cool but i don't know and then sure enough that ends up being our, our fucking biggest song so off that EP, yeah, hundred percent. Delito is like Delito's the one. Like whenever we're trying to get like your mid-level music listener into, like we always tell them listen to to Delito, like our first track because that's it's like a the, hitter, dude. It's an easy. It's not too much screaming, you know. It's an easy way in. So I, that one surprised the fuck out of me, and I feel like Poofy's like the same avenue. Like I was like, ah, I don't know about this one, and we put it out, and fucking everybody loves Poofy, dude. So that's that's one we're working on for like the live set. Okay, and um. What's another one? I know oh. that I know that one for sure. I'm trying to think what other one we've been talking about. <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm just like on the edge of my seat, man. I hope you're telling me like I know Cameron wants to do Painted Lady. Yes, I know he wants to do hey. that one. Let's go, Cam. We're still figuring it out. We got like a a couple months, like three months to figure it out still. So we're we're starting to get together and figure out what set list we want to do. But definitely Poofy, I think for sure. Poofy, okay, all right. Um, man, I'm just I'm gonna petition it. I'm I'm, I'm we're gonna be with Cam, Painted Lady. Counting cards. You don't understand. Dude, Painted Lady has been like another sleeper that everybody keeps telling us like, dude, that's my favorite song. And I'm like, I did not see that one coming. Man. I, did, I was like, I just did not. And then uh, like uh, an overwhelming amount of people have liked that one. And I'm like, good job, Cam. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Cam. Louie who? Louie who? Dude, <laughs> it, it's so it's so shocking like t for me to hear because like that song, like vocal wise, right? And even even instruments, everything, right? The, like, But just to hear you do your thing and really just i i really feel like you showcased so much on that like just it just it just shows like what you're capable of right and again cam with the the hater thing right i don't we'll have to we'll have to maybe we'll have to all four sit down and <laughs> yeah, yeah figure that one out but maybe maybe before the fresno yes headliner well, I'll do another one. We'll just man. go get beer. I honestly think yeah. it was like self band hate. Honestly, I think <laughs> I think that's what he's talking about. Is like because so, some of the guys were hating. We fucking sent it in the group chat. They're like, ah, it sounds like shit. People in the, people in the band were like, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really? Because that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes when we send demos, they're like, I don't know about this one. <laughs> and that's why I was like, let us cook, y'all. Just like, calm down. We don't tell y'all how to do your job. Yeah. Let us cook. So I feel like that's what it was. Because there was a cool minute where like every time we sent a demo, they were being hella fucking lame about it. They're like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> fuck you guys in. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's like, I think it's personally, I think it's like little things about that track in specific, right? Like when you do the first chorus, you're like, now I see you. And then the next one, you're like, now I see you. Like how you, how you dragged it out like that. Like it's, I think it's little things like that, that really capture like a listener, right? And just like, wow, he didn't do that the first time. Now he's doing that. Like what the hell? Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's shit like that, that I feel like just kind of, kind of grasps grasps the listener and the one crazy high note you got that's belting in the back right before you go to that chorus dude it's, like i said it's just little shit like that you know what i mean we definitely had fun writing this album like uh we got a little silly like uh, uh, i mean obviously people who 
have done it, you could probably tell what is it? What track is it? Um, fuck, I can't remember the. I, I'm remembering the demo song names, but there's one where I crack a whip it right before <laughs> right before the uh, song, and it's like. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> Holy I mean, shit! Hey, I hate to burst your bubble, but yeah, hey. we get a little wild sometimes. Oh shit, like, man! You know, Tyler roll up Yo. to the studio. He's like, "Hey, I brought some whips today, boys. Let's get a little silly." Uh, <laughs> hey, this episode just went from PG to PG thirteen, dog. Like, uh, so, dude, this is a rated R one, man. Yeah, it was from the jump. So, uh, I mean, yeah, we just we we honestly, like I say, our vibe of our band, we don't like to be too serious. You know, we'll drink a little bit of bruise, we'll smoke a little bit, kind of loose up, get, and we'll just kind of just dive in our own the studio time is just like let's get silly let's fucking think of something out of the box let's see what i can do like there's some some shit where i record on the album where i was like that sounds like some 80s shit like <laughs> <laughs> like there's this one i don't know if you guys have ever seen the lost boys like uh, mm, uh no old vampire no. movie but there's no. this, there's this one fucking belt that i do in i can't even remember one of the songs but it hella reminded me of I that might have but um, yeah, it's just it's fun just to experiment a little bit and just like get into our own. I feel like we we we're comfortable with how we write now and how we how we are in the studio, how we work. So get a little silly, and you get Love shit it. like that on the album here. Yeah, can't dude. It. It's it's like I said, it's unmatched. I think you guys really kind of found that 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 niche with this one, right? Yeah. Everything prior, I I love it. I stand by it, hundred percent. But like you said, the fact that you guys kind of got a little. Out of the box, like you said, you know, on this record, it it, it shows. You can definitely hear it. <laughs> yeah, we we tr- we wanna we wanna stick to our sound, but we also are not afraid to experiment. You know, we, we're we're always gonna get the DGD comparison no matter what, because like two front men, we're on Blue Swan, so it is what the fuck it is. Yeah. We we get the we understand like you know we have two front men. Tyler kind of sounds like fucking John Mess a little bit, so we get it. But at the same time, we feel like our music is like. It's vastly different. Vastly. If you are an actual DGD listener and you listen to us, like, yeah, there's similar similarities, but no it's way, different. It's exactly. Different. We have our own little lane. So, I mean, we're gonna get the haters who, oh, DGD 2.0, but yes, we just do. We don't focus on that. We just do our own shit, and if we like it, we like it. So. Yeah, yeah, it, love it. It's funny too, though, because like when you get those haters, you're just like, dude. You do realize we're just wearing the inf- our influences yeah. on our sleeve. I'm like, never there's gonna say no... like I don't. I grew up loving dance, Gavin dance. So, yeah, I mean it is what it is. You know, I mean. Yeah. But like, even if I was in a band, I know my drumming, like the style that I'd probably probably emulate the most would be Joey Jordison. Like that, that would be just the way I would yeah. want to make the band sound is. Anything that sounds like Slipknot, right? You know, I mean, even current day, like Jay Weinberg is still, he reinvigorated Slipknot even for myself. So it's like, uh, I would be like, dude, if it doesn't sound like this, then, you know. Yeah. And it's a little funny because, like, I'm, like, the only, like, diehard DGD fan, like, in the band. Like, they all grew up listening to different shit. We're right. We're getting to them to, like, way later. Um, Jacob grew up in the hardcore scene. Tyler and Cameron was more like Cam- uh, Coheed and Cambria. Yeah, and like, that's like his. <laughs> that's like his fucking band. He does Dude. love that band. He, he does. Loved, that's like he, where he grew up. So like none of, and Tyler, he was just all over the place. He didn't really listen to DGD either. So it's like I'm like the only one who's like a who grew up being a huge, huge DGD fan. So it's just and, funny when people say that. Yeah, because I'm not even writing any of the music. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was supposed to be the same. I'm not even writing none of it. Damn. Yeah. Almost subconsciously, though, it's kind of like that's just how the music comes yeah. out, right? You know, yeah, it's like it's just, it's just you're not even trying to do it. It no. just happens. We all, like, we all have different music 
influences. Like I'm super like like I said, my ninety percent of what I listen to is like hip hop. Honestly, like trap shit. That's just that's what I like. But I'll still dive into old stuff that I listen to, like the classics, or there's some new bands that I like. Like I love Knock Loose and Turnover <laughs> and Kubla Khan. Like I'm all over the oh, fucking yeah. place. I'm all over the place. But for the majority, it's like I, I just mainly listen to like hip hop stuff. And then yeah. every, everything else, like Jacob listens to a lot of rap and, and hardcore. Cameron listens to like his indie shit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's all different. Yeah. yeah. Tyler's into fucking DJing and EDM stuff right now. Dude, so I like, can't. I'm so I can't either. Yeah, I, I can't either. But hey, <laughs> he's into it. It's his shit. Yeah, it's his shit. Like, so, uh, I just want to say that we all have different like all different influences and when we make our music it just comes together how it does yeah so sick dude the older i get because you said you were 34 right Mm -hmm. yeah we're so we're about the same age like i'm i just turned 30 last year so i'll be 31 in may i'll be 32 this year yeah yeah so we're relatively all like we grew up in the same era but it's like the older i get i'm trying hard not to like be so elitist in Mm -hmm. I'm, I want to be more open-minded, but when you when you brought up EDM, I'm like, I cannot deal yeah. with that. Like, that's the one probably genre or like type you. of music where I'm like, oh, fuck you, yeah, <laughs> your shit. I don't care. Jesus. You're cool. You're cool. <laughs> fuck fuck you. you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> dude. All right. But it's like, oh man, <laughs> gotta love it. Dude. I'm gonna I'm different gonna be strokes for off. different folks, you know. <laughs> hey, that's Yo, it. Be pissed off the rest of the night. I'm gonna be like, ah, oh, damn, why idiot. did he bring up? Yeah, idiot. why did he yeah. bring up? He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna text me later tonight, be like, dude. I cannot believe Marcus brought up EDM too. Like of all yeah. the genres. Yeah. Okay, so you kind of touched on it, but after after this show, uh, the festival show, uh, what's next for Wolf and Bear? Is there anything like you can speak on? Like I said, I know you kind of briefly touched on it, but yeah, well, we definitely have a tour coming up in June, July, uh, time frame. It'll be like about a month long, so be on the lookout for that. And then we're already starting to write new music. Um, We might have like a single probably come out this year, at least, is what I think our goal is. But we're already writing for the next album. So just trying to stay busy because like the last three years, we were kind of like stagnant and kind of just going through a whole bunch of shit. So our new, I guess you want to say New Year's resolution or whatever, is just stay more consistent, play more shows, get practice together more, write more music. So I feel like that's where our headspace is at. You know, especially with, you know, Tim passing away, he was a lot of the backbone of, like, doing the demos and shit. So, you know, we got to kind of get in gear now and kind of just carry ourselves for the most part. So, yeah, I think you guys are doing a great job, man. Thank you. Thank Honestly, you, thank man. You. Like, it, it's it's like, w- like, we'll never really truly understand what it's like to go through it. Right. But but right. But yeah. I think you guys are I think you guys are doing a, a great job and, thank and, you, thank and you. honoring honoring his legacy, man. Oh, I, yeah. I really do. Well, that and it's like when. You know, the grieving process is different for everybody, right? So it's like if, yeah. if you're one of those people that's like, yo, I got to be out on the road or I got to be, you know, I got to be making Active, music. Right? Yeah, I, yeah. Keep writing. You know, you're going to get some of your best material when you're feeling 100%. a certain, you know, yeah. and we don't want it to go to waste, you know, like in a sense, <clears throat> well, not even in a sense, but we owe a lot to Tim. I mean, we're at this moment right here. I mean, even knowing the DGD guys, because he, he extended his arm to us pretty much. We were just a fucking valley band, you know, and then Tyler reached out to him being like the schmoozer that he is. <laughs> and he was like, hey, dude, check out my band's music. And just he ended up liking it. And that's l- literally what happened. Like, people are like, how did you, how did you get in with the, you know, the DGD crowd? It's like, dude, I don't know. Tyler just <laughs> pulled some fucking magic out of his ass and it happened. Tyler and, sent a text and, and here Tim, we go. Tim's one of those guys. Well, he was one of those guys where, 
he was always open. He was always talking to fans. He was just like cool like that. And yeah. I remember the first time I met him, I was so fucking nervous. I met him at the studio and I was like, how the fuck are we here right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, how? And then he just ended up being just a normal fucking ass dude, like how we are. He just like fit in with us perfectly. And yeah. he didn't let his ego or nothing get in the way. He was just like a normal ass dude. And that's why I feel like it worked out just perfectly. It was just like a perfect fit. And I feel like where we are now, it's like we don't want to kind of like let him down. You know, yeah, we want people definitely. to know that he believed in us for a reason and we don't want to let that shit go to waste. So, yeah, got to keep grinding. Yeah. Like yeah I, I feel like this is like Logan said, too. And even from a fan that's you've won me over, you know, within since seeing you guys last. And it's like, yeah, I'd prefer probably this record over. The older stuff, but I don't know the older stuff like that, like he does. Mm-hmm. I only know Bloodletter because that's what I was exposed to. Right. <clears throat> and I was like, this is absolutely wild in a sense of like, I, I'm on board. Sign me up. Just from the, percep- like the reception of this album, like it, you could tell that people are feeling it for sure. Like yeah. More so than our old stuff, which is obviously... a it speaks for itself. Like we're, yeah. we're obviously on the right path. So just got to keep grinding. Yeah. I love that. I, I love it. You know, that mentality of just like, Hey, you know, we've, we got our losses, but let's, let's just move and keep the legacy going. Right. Mm-hmm. Whatever legacy that you guys are trying to leave, you know, is just like, Hey, this is one chapter. This, the next one is going to be just as good. Not if not better. Yeah, you so just got to live in the... I remember when I first started doing music, I was like, man, I just want to play a show. And if I ever tour, that'll be fucking... That'll be even more than I ever asked for. Like, I remember when I first started music, that was like my, my mentality. Like, I just want to play a show and I'll be I'll be proud of myself. So, like, everything after that has just been yeah. bonus on top of bonus on top of bonus. So, yeah, we're kind of just trying to push it as far as we can, honestly. <laughs> we're going gonna to stand by. Man. We're going to watch you guys grow and blow. Yeah, dude, I man. swear. Hell yeah. We love and it. I remember having that that high of uh, playing my first show, which was like it was a high school like uh, what's that thing that um, Battle of Bands wasn't it? Wasn't Battle of Bands? No, it was like a oh, it's called Coffee House. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that's right. In uh, at East Union at my high school or our, our high school. Yeah, yeah. And because uh, I was a theater kid mm. in the beginning, <laughs> nerd. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, Cause I always wanted to be an actor when I, when I grew up, I was like, Oh, I'm gonna get into theater. That's that might lead me to acting or whatever, such and such. But then I really honed in on drumming. And so when I did the coffee house, it was like, I was part of the, the acting ordeal or whatever the hell they were doing. And then the band that I was in was playing, uh, <laughs> the intermission. And that was like my first big show. So like, that was the first time anyone's ever seen me play drums that's the first time like i played in front of anybody and really like rehearsed with a band so i was like remember that high and then he was there when i started drumming for the church Mm. and uh i was yeah that was like one of the last shows and then i think i did one more oh i drummed at um in front of the whole school at one of the the rallies nice yeah i was like but i just remember like dude this if this is what it's like to play every you know this is the rock you know quote unquote the rock star dream i would love it and then it fizzled out (laughs) i don't want to do that no more like (laughs) after the church uh, yeah it's it's a weird thing playing shows man yeah like i i enjoy that's my favorite part of the whole music thing is like the live shows like if you ask me what's your favorite like recording 
you know, for me, it's the live shows because yeah. just the interaction, just that feeling of like when you're playing, you're nervous as fuck, you're excited, <laughs> but it's like those moments that happen, you know, during the set, it's awesome. You yeah. live for those moments. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Dude. Me and Logan have been talking about starting like a butt rock, dad Do it. rock Do uh, it. cover not? band. I'm like, yeah. cause we're both drummers. So it's like, you can't have two drummers doing the same shit. So it's like, yeah. I told him like, dude, you do the drums. I'll do, I'll do vocals. Like, hey, why not? Even Fuck if it's it. just straight limb biscuit all yeah. day, the whole set. Chocolate stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, they're like, we're going to go see them in uh, Concord in August. Like nice. that. I, we saw them at after, Aftershock and it was probably, that was the highlight. Of I bet. I would love yeah. to see limb biscuit. That'd be sick. Dude, they're, they bring it. It was so sick, but, uh, yeah, we, we've been spitballing the idea of like, yeah. Hey dude, we should just do like, <laughs> brewery gigs and just Why gig not? out hell yeah yeah i ain't you, doing I, it for like anything just just, just for fun, fun. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah as you can tell i mean i got this e-kit you know i got three other drum kits so and yeah he's got his drum kit so yeah, yeah both both drummers we both love it but yeah somebody would have to do the drums and somebody would have to do i'm i don't really want to do the drums anyways because it's i feel like the way my personality is is i could probably be a better front man than yeah. I would. He's got the he's got the per, he's a person. Yeah. That's why I love him for the podcast. Is like he's 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 the I I always tell him he's the social butterfly. Like <laughs> like he 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 like if if I'm ever like bro I can't I can't go talk to this guy. He's like I got you, dude. Yeah, yeah. And, dude, that's yeah, how Tyler is. Yeah, dude, like, Tyler oh, is Tyler on. is not afraid to talk to anyone. Like when we're around like high like when we met Anthony Green, dude. Oh my gosh, dude! I met Anthony Green, dude. Tyler went up talking to him like no fucking problem. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Anthony Green, are you kidding me? Like, oh, I, I, at first when I saw him talking to him, I was like, oh my god, I gotta go get a drink or something. So I got a Dude. beer, and then I just I walk past him. I see Tyler like having a conversation. I'm like, all right, I gotta wiggle my way into this, or else I'm gonna hate myself. So I just like wiggled my way. I met, talked to him for a little bit, got a hug out of the guy. But, oh, uh, sick. Yeah, that dude is not afraid to talk to anybody. I don't know how he does it. Dude, it's crazy, Same. right? Crazy. I don't know how this fool does it either, dude. dude. Yeah, all, my family included, my girlfriend included, this fool included. They, everyone will be like, dude, you could talk to anybody. Anybody. It, it's weird, though. I I am the most, like, antisocial. I will be like, I don't really want to. But yeah. then it's maybe three steps in when I'm already committed, I'm just... Hey, hey, how's it going? You know, already there. You might as well. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's just the strangest thing because I am a social butterfly in that aspect. I'm not, I'm not afraid to just be like, come up and say what's up. But in my mindset and body, I'm like, I can't, you don't, you I don't can't. show it. You yeah, don't show it. Just, I don't know what it is. It's it's really weird because. Uh, my coworkers will make fun of me. They're like, "How do you do concerts if you're so antisocial?" Because they always make fun of me of saying, "Like, dude, you don't like people." I'm in customer service. I'm yeah. a parts counter salesman, <laughs> so I'm like, I have to deal with customers no matter. That's why I love Tyler being in the band because I, I'm more <laughs> right? of like in the. I'll just chill in the shadows. Yeah, you know? dude, that's. I don't really want to talk to nobody. Tyler, go go sh- go schmooze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like he's doing the hobnobbing with like our manager and stuff. Yeah. Like, all right, go, go, go do that. I'll yeah, yeah. Over here. I'll just yeah. be here, hanging out. Okay, so uh, last question: Can you give us your absolute dream tour? Like the Wolf Boys are going out on tour. 
and four other bands on a full U.S. tour. Who are you taking? Damn, four, huh? Four. Well, I mean, right, you want a five-band bill, right? So, okay, so yeah, because everything right now is split, so yeah. It's oh, five, man. six. My dream bill. Shit. Wolf, Wolf's one. going out, and they're taking four bands. Who are you taking? So they're headlining. Yeah, oh, for okay. sure, for sure. One's got to be DGD for me. Right. Even though it would be the third time, I don't give a shit. Like, let's those, go, those dude. shows are insane. So it have to be DGD. Fuck. Um, newer band that I like that I fuck with, I'll probably go. I'll go Knock Loose. Okay. I'll go Knock Loose because they, they bring it. Uh, that makes sense, though. Yeah. Like, if you saw that on paper, that makes sense. Yeah. I'll go DGD, Knock Loose. Fuck. They're not as relevant anymore, but I would love to tour with Scary Kids. Okay. Like that's, that's a that's a throwback for me, dude. That'd be, um, a, that'd be a sick lineup. Last one, who you got? Fuck, man. I don't know. Like like if you were just side stage, right, and you were just geeking, you're on and you're like, I can't believe I'm on tour with these guys. Who you going? I I have one, but <laughs> I'll let Fuck, I don't know, dude. Oh. And this is honestly like this was like an on the fly question. I was like, yo, I just, I don't. know. It just sounds like a cool guys, question. I said DGD, Scary Kids, Knock Loose. Yeah, and then you guys, so at least one, five man bill. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm just have to pick one. Uh, I don't know. I don't really listen to a lot of bands, so it'd probably have to be a throwback one. Fuck, who do I love, man? See, it's, like, it's kind it's of a crazy, hard. it's crazy it's question hard. to think about, yeah. Because like even even like I was like prepared for this question, I was like, oh yeah, it'd be these five. All right, my dream one would be if we could bring him back from the ashes. All right, Lincoln Park. Let's let's go, go. Lincoln Park, bro. That was like my first rock anything that I listened to. Like I I am a huge throwback Lincoln Hybrid Theory, bro. That fucking album is fire. So I'll. I always, any chance I get to bring it up, I, I love to bring it up because it's awesome. I told Cam, one of my uh, very first concerts I ever remember, um, my uncle had called my brother and I up. He's like, hey, it's you know, Friday night, right? He's like, hey, there's a concert. Sacramento, you want to go? We went, Chiodos opened. This was, and so this is All's Well, right? So it's like prime Chiodos. All's Well, and then um, Coheed and Cambria to follow, and Linkin Park headlined, and they played. Hybrid Theory and Meteora. Was it a tour package? Yeah. I it, never knew Chiodos toured with Linkin Park. Insane, dude. Yeah. I insane. Never, I don't ever remember seeing that. It was I like, I want to say it was like 06, maybe 07, somewhere like right That's in there. a nuts fucking lineup. Insane. That's crazy. Absolute insanity. Like I said, the, like All's Well, that was like my favorite Chiodos record. Um, <laughs> and then Coheed. And then, yeah, Linkin Park played Hybrid Theory and Meteora start to finish. That's crazy, dude. And it was so literally, wild. I swear, I swear on everything. It was like you hit play on any on those first two records from Linkin Park, and it was like just like that, dead on. I would on. love to see Linkin Park, dude. That that, that was, was just one of those ones. I'll, lucky oh, man for yeah. yeah, dude. Oh yeah, dude. Well, hey, like I'll, I'll I'll like you said, I'll never I'll never take it for granted. Like, but like I was also envious of the of the Skylight Drive, Pierce the Veil, dude. Like that was a show too, man. Man, was like, I was gonna say it's. Skylit Drive for the other one. Yeah. Yeah. For your for your list. Oh, for Because it made more sense right. for, like, since it's you, DG. At that show, that, that's how old that show was. Because when I went to that show, I was actually going f- mainly for a Skylit Drive. Because I had, just, <laughs> I had just barely found out about DGD right before that show. So I was mainly going for a Skylit Drive. 
which is crazy. Dude, super small world. Right. Um, that drum head I have signed over there nice. is from Corey LaQuay, the drummer from Skylar Drive, right? Mm-hmm. He actually works in the same department as my maintenance guy in Sacramento, and they go out and have beers all the time together. That's yeah, crazy. but you're missing so, the best part. He finally got to meet him. Yeah. At at a birthday, at his birthday, actually. Oh, at John's birthday. That's yeah. right, yeah. My coworker's yeah. birthday, the guy who works with him, yeah. It was the greatest. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it was... He so shout out john yes at the post office i yep. yeah john pierce yeah I'm, it's terrible sorry <laughs> but he knows yeah for hooking that up for you because yeah so now sick. they're kind of buddy they they yeah. do text so yeah. it's like I text dude it. what yeah. what better way to be like hey dude i'm texting one of my drumming idols you know super sick it's pretty sweet yeah yeah something i'll just always hold on to like super fortunate to meet the guy and like just to find out like like you said kind of like anthony green right it's just just another dude yeah. Right, that's all, and yeah. that's all Corey was like. He was like the coolest, chillest, and apparently, uh, at the end of the night when I met him that night, Corey went and told my coworker John like he thought I was chill. Hell yeah! So I was like, dude, okay, <laughs> yeah, like right. I was like, swear. No, no, no. I'm not saying I'm oh, okay. not knocking that. I'm oh, saying okay. you chill. Yeah, you dick. The, and, but yeah, that just right. told that told me right there. I was like, I was able to keep my composure. With, like you said, one of my drumming idols. Like, so it just the fact that. This guy thinks like I'm pretty chill, like mm-hmm. you know, it's just cool. You know? I had to force him to talk to you. He was like, "Yeah, hey, man, hard, he, man. yeah I know." Guess I know. who broke? Guess who broke the ice? Yeah, hey. <laughs> my my <laughs> so social he's butterfly. Your Tyler. Nice. Yes, he oh, is God. my social butterfly. <laughs> That's great. All right, dude. So before we dude. let you go, before we let you go, what's the best way people can keep up with you on Instagram? Yeah, like I said earlier, I'm a boomer, so <laughs> I I barely have any socials. Like I I don't have a TikTok. I don't have a Twitter. Or Thank X, God, or, or X or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Thank I, I God. Never had one, so I guess just follow me on IG. You know, uh, at Max Sweatshirt, uh, and then follow the band Wolf and Bear. You know, we're on everything. Just iTunes, fucking YouTube, everything. So. Yeah, dude, we'll tag you. We'll I tag guess that's yeah. my only really two socials. That, you know, I'll plug us our IG. <laughs> so sick, dude. Hell yeah. All right, dude. well, honestly, dude, we want to thank you so much for your time. Um, and uh, we're, we're going to do something a little different this episode. We're going to close out with a track, um, which is going to be one of my, obvious. if I haven't said it uh, you know, 40 times in this episode, one of my personal favorites. Um, but we hope everybody who is listening, they enjoy this track and they keep up with you guys. And, yes, uh, sir. We are we'll see you at Tioga. Yes. Like I said, we're going to, we, we got to grab a beer before you guys go on. Oh, definitely. We oh, have yeah. to. Yeah. So. All right, cool. Well, and I'll show you some of the other stuff because me and her go all over Fresno. Yeah, you guys yeah. are there all she's the time. She's a Fresno native. You got to show me the hot me. spots in Fresno. Yes, sir, dude. Let's and go. We'll get together one time, you know, when you got, you know, Hell yeah. time. Yeah. We, I don't know if we're driving a day earlier. We might be there early. I'm not sure, but I'll definitely hit you guys yeah, up. Yeah, let us know, dude. And I'll, I'll make the time. I know he's got work, but. I'm pretty sure dude, I'm taking that day time. off. So Yee. I'm taking that day <laughs> off. Yeah, so man. if you're down. Yeah, we'll link up. We'll get we'll some drink. beer. I got to get a couple of beers before I play. So <laughs> let's go. Awesome, All man. Right. Thank we'll you so much, you, bro. Man. No problem. Did you get what you